0: The Bleck and Abdallah podcast is brought to you by Fry the Coop. Their double fried chicken sandwiches at Fry the Coop can make you have feelings, intense feelings. The spicy butter one will make you feel happiness. Yeah, that's right, happiness. Fry the Coop, the best chicken sandwiches ever. And now the Black and Abdallah podcast.
1: The new home of the Bears. ESPN Chicago. WMVP. WSHE HD2. Chicago. It's the Game Day Tailgate Show with Bleck and Abdallah on the new home
2: of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. It's Bleck and Abdallah on a Sunday morning. Let's go. It's a Bears game day. The Bears and the Raiders kick off at noon with Joni Akentheer right here on ESPN Chicago. We'll have our network pregame show with Sylvie, Lance, and Dion. That's coming up in one hour from right now. Inside Gate O in the south end zone. You're heading into the stadium inside the south entrance. Gate O. Walk past uh, the stage right there. That's where where they'll be broadcasting this morning uh, from 10 to noon. Taking you into coverage of the Bears and the Raiders. Here on the lakefront, we're in the middle of playing a great game. Abdallah's favorite game, door one or door two. Abdallah, you selected door one previously. Now we go to door two. We're taking your calls at three one two three three two three seven seven six. Eddie on the north side, you're on ESPN one thousand. Hello, Eddie. Good morning.
1: So I, uh, one of my legs in my parlay, I took a agent to get at least over two hundred yards passing. I think that might happen. Yeah, and that's, you guys left that's not a bad idea. You got Brock off of that quarterback list because I believe he is 100% better than Justin Fields, just his decision-making. Hey, on Rivers, he was third in MVP voting if you wanted to bet on him, so he's got to be up there for you. But as far as backups, yeah. now I might be wrong because, I don't know, my mind's going lately. Jeff Hostetler, uh Nick Foles, uh Doug Williams – These guys were all backups. Came in and won Super Bowls.
2: Yeah, but those those teams were built differently. Yeah, wouldn't you agree, Eddie? Yeah, I know. But still, you know, are you are you suggesting a a Tyson Bajent run to the Super Bowl? Is that what you're saying there, Eddie?
1: No, if he lands on the right team, you know, if he gets a job and you know his performance is good. (laughs) So this isn't the the right team. I like today is. it's Purdy to come back from a game. You know he got a lot of injuries in the last one. I got him over 202 touchdowns at least. I think it'll bounce over back. Over 202
0: touchdowns in one game?
2: It's <laughs> a lot of touchdowns. It's a lot
0: of
1: touchdowns, Eddie. No, it's not. Over one and a half, and it pays pretty good. I think that's both on the plus side. <laughs>
2: Eddie, is Brock Purdy your favorite quarterback ever?
1: No, I, but I like where he came from, and I, I always like the underdog. I You're mean, a big fan of Iowa say underdog. Look what he did. Um, but uh, the other thing, I was talking with the girls yesterday too. Oh, wait, wait, Chase, wait, what is it, this? I, I said, <laughs> I said to them, "Are you and Chase the same?" Justin Fields is rooting against Bajin. I don't, I don't blame him. He's not him. rooting he,
2: against Bajin. Come on, it's his no. job, guys. No, if, if, he's if not. I kind, of, scores, I kind of agree with that. You agree with that? Three
1: yeah. touchdowns. What? Huh?
2: Abdullah agrees with you, Eddie. What do you think of that?
1: Nobody does.
2: No, Abdullah does. No, I do. Oh, it does?
0: Yeah. I, I kind yeah, of agree my, with him. Look, <laughs> if this is it worst case scenario for Justin Fields is like I know that like uh, that the I know that the Raiders defense is 23rd in defensive DVOA, they're like they're not good. They're not great. Max Crosby's good. So if he, okay, but he's one guy, right? Um I think that Bajan is going to be able to play well today, like decent. You know, as long as he doesn't cost himself any mistakes, right? He's throwing interceptions, and that's his own fault. But I'm saying, like, I think he'll be able to put up some decent numbers today, and that makes Fields look awful. I'm not saying he's rooting yeah, yeah. against him. You, you and Eddie
2: are nuts. I'm not saying he's not rooting well, against I'm not Adrian. saying
0: he's rooting against him, but I'm saying he's going to, every time he's going to score a touchdown, he's going to be like, damn. Yeah,
1: no, he's going to be turning, like, oh. You know, well, everything he like does uh, on a national good job, baseball man. makes him look bad. That's it, period. It's got to. And I think Bajan's going to be uh, looked upon the, not just the Chicago Bears in this game, but the entire NFL. We have a, a, a guy from a two school, you know what I mean? Starting in the NFL, you and can't even say it without well,
2: laughing. The
0: entire NFL. The do you, entire entire report, NFL. Chris? you know how many people? You know how many friends and family members are going yeah, uh, to? Do you know a how lot. many baguettes yeah. are going to be there today? There's a lot. 65 yeah. baguettes.
2: Uh, yeah. yeah, they're excited. Yeah. 65 they be. It's baguettes cool. on the lakefront.
3: Hey boys, great yes. show. They, oh, I'm thank you.
1: Like to go I'm trying to make a couple more bets here, and then uh, good luck. I hope the Bears win today.
2: So do we. Th- thanks, Eddie. Uh, there you go. Right. There's Eddie on the north side. There he is. Abdallah agrees with Eddie. I kind of do. This you know music's that, for you. Know you. That, you know that this meme? is for
0: you. You know the meme of the guy that's putting on the... Not the not the, not the the Mr. Rogers mask, but the one where he's smiling, but he's crying behind the mask? Yes. That's Justin Fields today if, if Bajan plays well. 1,000%. I'm not crazy. You're crazy for thinking... You're crazy for thinking that Fields is going to be like, yeah! High fives! Well, yeah, I... I...
2: He's competitive. He wants to be the guy. Yeah. But if someone goes out there and plays well, I don't think he's going to be seeing there pouting.
0: I, he's not going to be sitting there pouting. He's going to put on the, the the the
2: a friendly face. I think you and Eddie are becoming the same person. A facade. You you and Eddie, same thing. No, not at all. Jim and Crystal Lake, you're on ESPN 1000. Hello, Jim. Hey, hey guys. How's it going? Good, man. Jim, do you
0: agree Good. with me? Do you think Fields is going to be a little, a little, a little miffed if Bajan plays well today?
4: Oh, I think he's going to be a little bit uh, put off. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be happy.
0: Huh, Huh? huh. me and Eddie and Jim. How about that, Chris? (laughs) All right, what do you want to say, Jim?
4: Sorry. Hey, guys, so before I get to my question that you guys already know, um, I just want to say I had a nine-team parlay yesterday that would have hit if it wasn't for Penn State. I had (laughs) Penn State getting seven and a half. Seven and a half, and they lost by eight. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's... That's not yeah. good.
4: Sorry, so Jim. But that's my gripe of the day. And I don't even know how they lost by eight. because Anyway, um, so I took uh, the Rams in my survival pool this Ooh. week. And there's oh. 50 people left. And uh, most, about 85% of them are on Seattle. Um, but I'm just asking you, you know, I'm not feeling all grandiose about it. But I'm hoping you guys can make me feel better.
0: All right.
2: Uh, let's see. How can I make you feel better for taking the Rams? Well, uh, I don't think they're going to have home field advantage at home today. They're playing the Steelers, and Steelers yeah, fans true. travel.
0: They do. Uh, there's
2: also, you know, they rarely have home field advantage as it is, and Steelers fans always travel well. Uh, I think, that, I think the Rams better? are the better team. Yeah. I'll give
0: you that. I think the Rams. I think think it's going to be close, but I think the Rams
2: can win. Have you used Tampa Bay in your survivor pool?
4: I have not. No, a couple people did take Tampa. I'm not really Mm -hmm. sure why, but um, yeah, yeah, I still have Tampa. What about Washington? Have you taken Washington? I have not taken Washington. No.
2: (laughs) I'm just trying to figure this out for you. I mean, I assume you've taken Buffalo.
4: I I could have taken Buffalo, but I want Buffalo next
2: week. That's fair. But the, the here's the thing that I always thought about with Survivor pools, you can't get to, to you can't get to next week if you lose this week.
0: That's true. A- a- Amen, brother. Amen. Jim, can I Amen. interest you? In the, <laughs> can I interest you in the Bears? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you cannot. No, no seen, you cannot. <laughs> I haven't seen a single Bears fan
2: walk by the studio. i have just group seen of Raiders fans just walk by.
0: Packs of Raiders yeah. fans walking. Marshawn
2: Lynch jerseys I see there. Yeah, there's a lot of Raiders fans in town. Anyway, guys, you didn't make me feel any better. Sorry, well, sorry, sorry, Jim. You, sorry. I think you, you put us in a tough spot there. Yeah. I think the Rams, that's a tough sell for the survivor pool. I think that's going to be a I, close I, game.
4: I, I thought I'd take the Rams just before Matthew Stafford got hurt. That's
2: fair. That's a good idea. That's fair. I, yeah. The Steelers' defense is always pretty good, though. They might be the ones yeah. that injure Stafford. All right, guys, rock on. Thank you, Jim. Thanks. Have a great night. There he is. There's Jim and Crystal like Blocking him doll here on ESPN 1000, ESPN Chicago think app. I that Fields is going to be happy. No, I, I didn't say he's going to be ecstatic. Man, we ri- we won today. I don't think he's a bad dude, so I think he'll be happy that they won a game and the backup showed up. He played well. High fives, everybody. Take my job. I don't think that that's... Well, in, under your scenario, that's not going to happen, so why would he care? He's going to your
0: scenario, no matter how Bajan plays, the pressure is the starter. Yeah. But if he goes out and plays poorly, then he could get benched. That's my theory. Man. My theory is that he goes back. He comes back
2: in. If he doesn't play well, then they bench him. Maybe he needs the fire lit. He might under his butt. It's possible. <laughs> I mean, listen, why? Why hasn't it taken yet? Because he might not be the guy. That's just it. Okay. Well, then, what I don't, does it matter? I don't, I
0: don't doubt his competitive nature whatsoever. I think that there's a fire there. I think that there's he's a competitive person. I don't just don't. I just don't think he might not be the guy. That's it. Simple right. as that. He just might not get it. He might not process well. He might not, you know, uh, read defenses well. He might not.
2: He might just not. He just think, might not get it. I think he reads them fine. I think it's the the decision making of. The decision being made and the action being taken is what there's. There's like a it's just not quick enough. I think both things. I'm saying like I think two things can be true. I don't think that he doesn't know what's happening. I just think that the processing speed that it needs to happen at is not quite there. Does that make sense? I
0: agree with you, but I still think the two things can be true. I still think he's still a little bit shell shocked from the last like year and a half.
2: It's possible. I here's the difference. Mitchell Trubisky, I don't think, understood what was going on. So, like, Trubisky, I don't think, could read the defenses, and then he was then malfunctioning in the pocket. I think Fields knows what's happening. He just can't quickly allow his athletic abilities to take over when diagnosing what's taking place. I think there's a difference there. I don't think Trubisky knew. (laughs) I don't think he could figure it out. No,
0: I think that, like, there was... Like we've talked about it before, Trubisky was an actor you hired to play quarterback, and Fields was a quarterback you hired to be an actor. Maybe like he just can't, he can't get it. Like he just doesn't know what to do out there. He knows how to be a quarterback. It's just not processing. Yeah, it's just not
2: happening. But with with Trubisky, it was just like, oh no, you just mm, nope, you just can't do it. Right, and and so like that's where I think it's different. We've seen quarterbacks before who just don't get it at all. Yeah, I think Fields does and he's a good teammate, and he's a hard worker. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's just something in that equation is not bringing it all together. Just put on that happy face, man. <laughs> I don't I don't think he's going
0: to be like, happy upset. Face.
2: I don't think that's the case. Man, Tyson's a great kid. It's Black and Abdallah. If you want to talk Bears football with us this morning, you can call us at 312-332-3776. We're previewing the Bears and the Raiders on the lakefront today at noon brian hoyer will be starting for the raiders jimmy garoppolo listed out with a back injury justin fields is out with the thumb injury and the bears will have tyson Bajant. so you have two backup quarterbacks facing off in this prime time matchup at soldier field on the right. lake it's noon it's a regular noon start I'm prime it. time it's prime time right here on espn
0: 1000 sell the sell the baguettes. <laughs> that's what you got to sell Sell people bringing baguettes. That's the only reason I want. Like you know how there's bear it's man. Not the only reason. No, it is. It's one thousand percent the only reason. You know that there. You know how there's like bear, how bear, there's bear man. He's yeah. like the Bear super fan. I he, saw him
2: uh, last week when I stopped by to see uh, Sylvie Dion and Lance yeah. inside gate. Oh,
0: I he, saw Bear Man. He, he walked right by. He dresses up for every single game. He's got the bear costume, paints his face, all that good stuff. He's awesome, right? I need like a bunch of people in like French chef attire and like holding baguettes. Like, I need like a baguette brigade. This like, baguette I need guy. like all this kind of stuff. Like, I need, ev- I need full baguette cosplay like that's what i want Just i need
2: big group of people smoking cigarettes being rude
0: yes exactly so south siders um i need that oh, i need that in my oh, life that was abdallah
2: <laughs> that said that jeez no, I, listen, what's wrong me, with you slamming darts no, on the south side is no, one of my no, no, no. Time don't backtrack tradition. now don't backtrack now
0: <laughs> that was
2: adam abdallah anti the south side
0: I, I have tim on the south side call us and tell me he's not a rude south sider that blasts darts that's okay? your guy
2: he loves this show. He does love this show. He's a
0: big fan. I hope he calls again. French cosplay? Yeah. That's what you're looking for. Like, like chefs. Like pastry chefs. And they're out there. They've got baguettes. Like a mixing bowl or something like that.
2: Paul and Dunning, you're on ESPN 1000. Hello, Paul.
5: Hey, gentlemen. Um, Yeah, I used to call in as Paul uh, in Lakeview, uh recovering Bears fan over oh, the years. Yes, yes. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. hmm I love I love your show. Thank um, you. What, I, you know I don't even know if the Bears are optimizing Justin. Um, it's just he's moving off his. Uh, he's going to be off his uh, rookie contract, and uh, Caleb Williams is going to be available. Also, Marvin Harrison Jr. As you probably already know, he's been clocked at 22 miles an hour at LSU this year, faster than Tyreek. Um, what do you think? Do you think they're going to move off him or? Um,
2: I just want to see what your guys' thoughts are today. If they move off fields? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I think we're going to find out here at the end of the season. Um, what we saw Marvin Harrison Jr. do yesterday against Penn State it was pretty impressive, though. So, like, I can mm-hmm. see a situation where you're not necessarily totally sold, but you need to use that top pick on a generational talent as a wide receiver. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Based on the last couple of weeks, the quarterbacks who were promoted as the next greats haven't really played up to that the last two weeks. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hello. Okay.
5: Oh. Uh, okay. So, do you think we might have the same dilemma? Say, we get Marvin Harrison, uh, maybe the same dilemma that uh, Minnesota has right now with Justin Jefferson, where right, uh, Kirk Cousins does not You know, of course, he he's he's going to be a second tier guy no matter what. And, uh, and then they're going to be saddled with or, or with the decision to pay, uh, you know, Mar- say if the Bears have Marvin Harrison Jr., are they going to, um, you know, be saddled with the decision to pay him a ton of money and then, you know, and then right. uh, pay for I, it later I get what you're saying. no
2: pun intended. I think the best way to handle it is take the best players when they're available. Like, Like not take – like passing on a great player because you don't have the quarterback I think would be stupid.
5: That makes sense. You're right. It's just we don't know if it's the ownership, coaching staff, or the quarterback, and, and it's just sad. I mean, uh it's being Mahomes, a Bears fan,
2: Paul. Mm-hmm. It's what we do.
5: It's, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's just uh, less dysfunctional organizations, uh, or even uh, we had to wait 100 years for a world championship with the Rickets, You know, I'd rather yeah. have an owner with just tons of money that can't get a night's sleep until they, they get that ring, or at least they try and get that ring by throwing a bunch of things at the wall to see what sticks. And But I don't know. You're right. It, it is what happens as Bears fans, and, and the suffering
2: is real. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Thanks for the call, Paul. Appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Abdullah. you see some uh, breaking news from Jeremy Fowler on ESPN.com right now?
0: I do. Some breaking news from Jeremy Fowler as it pertains to Justin Fields. Justin Fields working towards a return as soon as week eight per sources. So that would be next week yeah. against the Sunday Chargers. Sunday night football it's against Sunday the Chargers. Night football. Yep. And uh, Tyson Bajan has impressed the Bears early with his acumen and football curiosity. Oh. Feeling among some there is that he could stick a long time in the league. And the Bears hope he shocks a few people today.
2: Oh. Ooh. Ooh. All right. All right. Football curiosity mm-hmm. from Tyson Bajan. We, we, we. Oh, all right, buddy. Uh, hello. Ooh,
0: what do you have there? Bon, Au <laughs> <mon> revoir, <chéri.
5: laughs> Chicago Bears pregame.
0: Pregame.
1: It's the Game Day Tailgate Show with Black and Up Down on the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago.
2: Oh, this is good. Ted in Bensonville. I think this is a phone call for Abdallah. Go ahead, Ted.
3: Yeah, guys, thanks for having me on. Enjoy listening to your show. Listen, don't, please don't underestimate the Division Two athlete. It's a bitter pill for me when I hear people say, oh, he was a Division One athlete. My son probably was an all-conference center at Winona State University. His quarterback, Jack Nelson, holds the record for the most passing yards at any level in Minnesota and we're talking about Fran Tarkington, etc. Uh Adam Thielen, my son played against. Ham, the fullback on the Vikings he played against. Forty five, the linebackers on the Arizona Cardinals was on Sioux Falls. Uh the I, I've seen great Division two athletes. Uh and hey my son idolized Olin Cruz his whole life growing up. What a great player Olin was. And my son was a great athlete at everything. And Division two athletes are utterly fantastic. Who knows the reason they get underrated? But I'm telling you, yeah, don't 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 discount the division two athlete. I've seen some incredible ones. Thanks, you guys.
2: Shout out, Ted, and uh, tell Abdallah to take that.
3: Take that, Abdallah, whoever the heck you are. <laughs> All right, thanks.
0: Thanks for calling the show, Ted. <laughs>
2: You know, it's interesting, he didn't mention any quarterbacks when he was rattling no. off. Yeah, that no. I was list. trying to yeah. That's no. kind of uh, yeah, I mentioned some, though.
0: Well, no, he said yeah. he played with the guy that set all the records in Minnesota, but I don't know where he's playing. For clean snaps. Is he playing uh is he playing in the NFL? <laughs> no. Okay. That
2: was a phone call for you, Abdal. That was it. Whoever the hell you are. There it is. Yeah,
0: whoever the hell I am. <laughs> Only
2: the show you called into. Whoever you are. Abdallah, take that. James and New Lennox, you're on ESPN 1000. Hello, James. Hey, guys. Hey, I just wanted to apologize for yesterday. I feel like after our call, you guys trolled me a little bit, which is okay. We were on the air yesterday, James. What what was this, uh, the Peggy and Dion? No, maybe it was Thursday then? Oh, Friday? I called in. I was the one that was saying that uh, I was trying to get you guys to put baguette into the uh, Taste the Biscuit song. No, we weren't. We weren't trolling you. We, no. we said
0: that that, was, that would be well, a no, funny cause, idea because I said little skit, and then oh, you guys were like, "Yes, yeah, yes." I was, it's a, it's a he skit, did, and then, he did say that I, I we meant do say, little skits. You said we I, do little skits, and I was like, "Yeah, that's kind of a shot at our little skits." I, I meant to say bit.
2: Oh, sorry, little bit. Skit. Uh, it's and skits,
3: then Bits. It's, it's the same. Little is
2: just a word yeah. uh, that me and my friends used to use. We used to just put it in front of all kinds of weird stuff. So. For somebody who probably doesn't hear it like that it probably sounded like a shot but it wasn't a shot i just wanted to make sure <laughs> oh, when i call in when i call in i don't want to get the door options i don't want to get the always sunny music <laughs> no no no, I, I no you be gotta that work guy, hard so. to earn that
0: yeah that's that's uh that's years of uh of what let's say of what adam knowing what we're gonna get from you <laughs>
2: so gotcha all right. We'll take care, guys.
0: Like I said, I just want to make sure oh, we're cool. James.
2: Oh, thank, yeah. thank you, James. Have a great day. All and right. Now, Bear Bear down. Here's another one of our Bear little down. skits. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, you know, you're going to the game today. Bears and Raiders. You're in the South lot. You got the grill going. You got the drinks flowing. Maybe a little Tito's. You're having a great time. The Waldron deck. A lot of people are out there grilling as well. You're ready for this game day. Hopefully throughout today's game. You hear this a lot, right? The classic Bear Down Chicago Bears. But not for field goals. We don't sing for field goals. I clap, but I don't sing for the field goals. I mean, We've done that enough in our lives, being Bears fans at Soldier Field. Singing for the field goal only games. You know, some of those games are Robbie Gold is the only one that that scored for the team. Game-winning field goal, I'll sing for. Yeah. Uh, But if there's a touchdown, hopefully everyone in unison is singing Bear Down, Chicago Bears. One of the all-time classic themes Fight songs for a team in the National Football League. Bear Down, Chicago Bears, right? We love history here on the show, and that's where we go to the opponent. Uh, We love football history, and and with the Oakland Raiders, the Los Angeles Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders, back to Oakland for a period of time, the Raiders have bounced around in their history. Uh, From 60 to 81, they were in Oakland. Mm -hmm. Uh, From 82 to 94, they were in Los Angeles. From 95 to 2019, they were back in Oakland, and now they're the Las Vegas Raiders. I'll tell you what. The one thing I've always noticed going to games, Raiders fans travel. Oh, yeah. They're respectful, but they travel. There, there's Essentially, it's three teams outside the division that travel really well, no matter what. The three teams outside of the division, because, you know, you always get the Packer fans who come down, the, Vi- the Vikings fans who are there with their stupid horns. Uh, they're there. <laughs> uh, the three fan bases that always travel really well, it's the Raiders, mm-hmm. the Steelers, mm-hmm. the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Those fan bases always travel really well. Uh, and the Raiders fans, I think, get a bad rap. I, th- I think they, they're, they're respectful. They're, they're good fans in the NFL. But they don't have an official fight song. You know what? Huh. They don't. The Raiders don't. But if you go back to 1974, their official team yearbook from NFL Films brings you The Autumn Wind.
3: The Autumn Wind is a pirate. Blustering in from sea with a rollicking song he sweeps along, swaggering voicelessly. His face is weather-beaten. He wears a hooded sash with a silver hat about his head and a bristling black moustache. He growls as he storms the country, a villain big and bold. And the trees all shake and quiver and quake as he robs them of their gold. The autumn wind is a raider pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won.
2: The Autumn Wind, uh, the musical score, the poem, which was featured in the official team yearbook in 1974 for the Oakland Raiders, has been featured in their stadium and through years of fandom for the Raiders, no matter where they bounce, Los Angeles, Oakland, Las Vegas now. Uh, They don't have a theme song, but this is, I think, essentially... Their theme song, uh, the autumn wind for the Oakland Raiders, a three-time Super Bowl champion, 76, 80, and 83. One of the great, rich histories of the AFC, the Raiders. Yeah,
0: but we need to change that. Like, they're in Vegas now. We need, like calvin harris to create an anthem for them the chain smokers we need chain smoke. we need steve aoki to make a, a, a an ode to the to the raiders because like i've been to a raiders game in vegas i went uh a couple years ago with did they and did Sylvie. It
2: prominently feature this poem i because d- I, I read that they do they play it in the stadium they do play it in the stadium they've
0: got the the flame that's going to uh but like it's a vegas show like it was, um, who's the mind freak? What's that guy's name? Chris Angel. Chris Angel was uh, upside down in a straitjacket spinning. As he wants to do. Yeah, and he was, I think he just does, I think he just lives there. And he was just trying to get out of the stadium before the game started. But he was trying to like escape, uh, you know, during the thing and in the pregame. And then uh, sure. at halftime, they had like Ludacris perform <laughs> like at just at halftime. Just ludicrous. there's a ludicrous concert. In in the middle of a game. Oh, well, it's Vegas. Exactly. That's my point. Like, I feel like this is a great song. This is great. This is a great identity. But now that you're in Vegas, let's Vegas this up a little bit. Yeah, you need
2: something fancier. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe you get Ludacris to or uh, Chris Angel to read the poem. <laughs> they, maybe maybe that's what they do. They have the uh, they have the
0: buffer guy out there saying the thing I can't say or else I'll get sued. The buffer guy. The buffer don't, guy. Don't they
2: get little buffer? Or do they get the real no, deal? No, they get the real buffer. Oh, they get the real Yeah, deal. the other buffers in uh, doing UFC doing
0: fights. UFC stuff. Yeah.
2: It's blocking Abdallah. We're previewing the Bears and the Raiders. The pregame show kicks off in 30 minutes. Blocking Abdallah, we got another 30 with you. We're talking Bears football. The new home of the Bears. It's
1: the Game Day Tailgate Show with Nick and Abdallah on the new home of the Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago.
2: in Elmhurst, you're talking bears with Black and Abdallah on a Sunday morning. What's up, Byron?
1: Yeah, good morning. How you guys doing?
2: We're good. What's up?
4: Man, I had an idea as a I'm a local graphic designer, and I just feel like Black and Abdallah deserve a baguette-themed t-shirt.
2: I love it. Yeah, let's do it.
1: No problem. I'm gonna design a shirt for you guys.
0: What does it look like? What are your, do you have any ideas? What does it look like?
1: You know
4: that—that's actually what I was gonna ask you guys. Maybe um, a, a little bit of inspiration. I mean, obviously the, the the chef theme has to go in there.
0: Okay. Um. So I like. I, I got, got the that, idea. Okay, go here, ahead. Here's the idea. Let's Byron,
2: see if you got line, Byron. Are we okay? What, what's happening here? Yeah, right, You're Byron.
0: Good?
4: Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm
2: sorry. I'm, 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 I'm a the driver. So I'm like, right. here, here, Here's gotcha. the idea, Byron. Ready? Abdallah at center, snapping a baguette to me behind Abdallah with the little hut hut. While we're wearing chef hats, what do you say? How would that look on a t-shirt, Abdallah? Me standing behind you, ready for the snap. You're, you're, you're gonna snap me a baguette that look right <laughs> I, I i like the
0: idea i thought that we were making a baguette shirt though like a baguette shirt so my idea was you know he's wearing he's it's a it's a it's him you know in the pocket with his arm back in his hand instead of a football is a baguette and then instead of a helmet he's wearing a chef's hat that could work that could work okay you've got two ideas there, right, Byron. Byron, thank you for the we've phone you, call. We've Good given luck, you something, right? something to start working with. Yeah, I'm going to play with the idea and get back to you guys with.
2: All right. All right, thank you, Byron. Appreciate it. Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. We do have some news in regards to the Bears. Jeremy Fowler on ESPN.com is reporting this. Justin Fields is working towards a return as soon as week eight per sources, much depending on the ability to grip football, which could take time. But Fields is, quote, determined – to make the quickest return possible, he also mentions Tyson Bagent impressed Bears early with acumen, mm-hmm. football curiosity, Ooh. feeling among some there with the Bears that he could stick a long time in the league. Bears hope he shocks a few people today. That's from Jeremy Fowler uh, just a little bit ago on ESPN.com. Now, Matt Ibruluse. E- updated us on justin fields on friday this is what the coach had to say
6: as we stated before he'll be out uh this week um uh, but he's improving and uh the mobility's getting better Swellings went down uh the, the grip strength is better uh so it's it's trending in the right direction uh but again he'll be week to week and we'll know more on monday uh but that's where it is uh, right now with justin
2: so that's what he kind of said, and then the follow-up was, could Fields go on IR? It seems like all the reporting we're seeing from Ian Rappaport, from Jeremy Fowler, that that's not the case. He's not going to have surgery, not the case. This is what Iberflus had to say in the follow-up.
6: Yeah, I would say, what I could say is that what I just said, I would say that, repeat that, but I would also say that it's uh, we're not on that path right now. You know, so like I said, we're trending in the right direction, but again, you can't make that declaration right now. We we'll about to continue to see the improvement as it goes.
2: But you would, if you're going to put him on IR, there's obviously the roster deadline tomorrow, as it applies to having an extra space for this week. Yeah. So you're not planning on putting him on IR tomorrow? It's not our path right now. Yes. So that's not the path. That's Iberflus. I will say, when I heard it live on Friday, the start of this is hilarious, right? Because he answered the question and then. Could he go on IR? In the response of
6: yeah, I would say what I could say is that what I just said. I would say that repeat that, but I would also say that it's uh, we're not.
2: <laughs> what I said is what I said, yeah. and if I would say something, I would say
0: what I, I said. Re- I would repeat I what repeat I said. It. Why does he also in the second one? Why does he also talk about? football like it's a like it's a, a 15 year
2: marriage that he's in well that's not our path it's, well it's a path that's it's not a our, path he's on but that's not our path he's on a path at least We're It's not, better than not being on a path is he if he was on no path he'd be lost in the woods is he yeah is you he? gotta be on the path <laughs> i think it's possible uh tyson bajin throughout the week talking about what his playing style is
6: i guess i, I don't try to box myself into um, to any category i don't i don't necessarily think i'm solely a pocket passer i don't think i'm solely you know i don't think i'm a dual threat guy um, i think i fall somewhere in between there and you know i just take the play that's given to me and try to extract whatever yardage i can out of that play and that's just kind of how I think about it and look at it
2: Tyson also talked about what it means to make his first start in the NFL
6: it means everything I think after the last game of my college career i was talking to a good buddy of mine and just kind of, you know, we were kind of talking about like, hey, you know, no matter how good or bad this goes at the next level, you know, there is a there is a very big chance that, you know, maybe you make the team, but you, you might never get to start a game ever again in your whole life. You might never get, you know, that 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 QB one role ever again. And that's just kind of, you know, how the how the apple falls from the tree sometimes. But uh, to, to look where I'm at and to look how everything is kind of falling into place, uh, just nothing but, you know, extreme uh, gratitude. And just feeling super blessed to you know be able to be that that uh, kind of motivational role in the the younger people in my in my in my family, kind of be that person they can look up to, and just really just motivation for everybody that you know maybe at a smaller level and all the people back home.
2: You know, it doesn't mean anything if you go out there and play poorly. But uh, the one thing that I, I take away from listening to Tyson Bagent speak to the media this week is he seems confident. Uh, whether or not he plays well, he has to go out and do it. But it does not seem like the moment is way too big for him. And he's stepping in here. He feels like he's prepared. He's confident. And hopefully he plays well today for the Chicago Bears. Yeah, I, I,
0: I don't think the moment is going to be too big for him. It doesn't seem like it that way. Like the way he talked in the press conference, the way he carried himself in the game last week. Like it didn't. Obviously, he's, you're never like ready to be thrown in, right? And I think that, you know, I'm not saying he played poorly because of that, but that's a lot to ask of someone who's basically just been kind of sitting there looking at an iPad, walking around a little bit to be like, hey, guess what? You're playing right now, you know, and then try to lead a comeback and, and win a game. Um, I thought he would handled it pretty well last week, despite, you know, some of the the turnovers Um Especially with the health of the offensive line, the way guys were were shuffling in and out of there, changing centers, all that kind of stuff. So I think with more time this week, with the you know having reps with the ones the entire week, having more time with the game plan, not just the playbook. Like there's a big difference between knowing the playbook and actually executing the plan to beat the Raiders, right? Like the Bears have been really good at that first fifteen. Where they come out, you know, two weeks ago, not it didn't work last week, where they went three and out, but la- two weeks ago when they got the the football, they scored right away, right? Like people questioned, oh, why are they, why do they want the football? Why aren't they deferring? They won the toss, you defer. Like that's, that's how it goes. It's all, almost automatic, but they wanted the football. They went down against the commanders, they scored. It didn't work last week, um, but the bears have been really good with their first 15 plays with their scripted stuff. So if he's got a grasp of that, then maybe they go out to an early lead and,
2: you know, hopefully they can find a way to win. You mentioned the interception, the turnover, the fumble that led to a touchdown. Like that's something that can't happen today is Mm -hmm. the offense giving up another touchdown while they're out there to the defense. So like that's happened too many times this year. Here's Bajan on what he saw on the interception play, right? He had DJ Moore running left side down the sideline deep he underthrew it. This is what Pajan said, what he saw in the play.
6: I think that's me being uh, being greedy in the situation, being a little too excited in the moment um, and not having the wits about me to just, you know, get it to the check down, play the next play. I think in hindsight, you think one-on-one with DJ, that's always a great idea. But then as soon as you get, you know, a bunch of crap in your face, you know, it's it's nothing to move out of the way, check it down and survive and play the next play. You've kind of felt like the, the pressure... Took
5: you
6: off your getting the full full. Uh, I felt like I need to have a better grasp of the play, um, just the whole play, not just what looks good in the moment, um, and get it to the checkout.
2: I thought that was an interesting answer because mm-hmm. some of the critique on Justin Fields has been not living for that next play, right? Holding on to the football too long, uh, escaping the pocket, but but not throwing it out. Like taking an unnecessary hit along the sideline. You know some of those things where Bajin didn't do that. He didn't live for the next play, and he was burned by it last week. Will he learn from that this week? It's something that I think to this point, thirty plus games in, Justin Fields still isn't quite learning from. Right? Like we yeah. saw against the Commanders, he was doing it. He was getting rid of the ball if nothing was there. He was dumping it off to to running backs or the the you know the release valve for a tight end or whatever the case may be to allow the offense to continue on to not have a catastrophic uh, turnover that ruins a drive. It's something that fields hasn't done. Can Bajan correct that mistake from last week and do it well this week? And just, there'll be another down. There'll be another series and live for the next day. I just hope that it looks
0: either different or better, right? Like get the ball out, get the ball to your playmakers like, have you, if, if you're not the playmaker anymore, like, Fields was a playmaker, right? Fields could use his legs, he could extend drives, he could get first downs, all that kind of stuff. We haven't seen that from Bajan yet. Like, he might be he might be able to run, he might be able to take off, he might be fast. We haven't seen that yet. So get the ball to your playmakers. Find ways, you know, target DJ Moore a lot. Target Darnell Mooney a lot. Like, get the ball into the hands of your best players and let them make plays. You know, DJ Moore has been really good with yards after the catch, Throughout his career, get the ball to him, get him to make a couple plays. Like that's how you're going to win today. Like you're not going to win on the legs of Tyson Bajan. Like it's not going to be the same game plan that it was with Fields. He's not going to be as mobile or as dynamic as a
2: runner as Fields was. Well, and I, I hope Getzey doesn't go straight to the shotgun either. Yeah, you know, like when Fields has been at his best, you mix in play action, rolling out under center, you get everyone involved, mm-hmm. you get some fullback action out there get a blasting game out there like that's the that's how you get things working don't just put bajan out there in the shotgun and say good luck kid yeah like scheme it up a little you know like, like come on getsy uh this is what luke getsy during the week had to say about what he sees in tyson bajan yeah i think he you know he's a fluid athlete i think the you know the processing part of it you know he's played a lot of ball in college through the ball over the all over the yard so he, he he's an obvious passer of the football um, so all that stuff's really good. But the, the, like we've talked about so far, the, the cool part about him is just the work ethic and the kind of teammate that he is that he brings to that huddle. And then when, to be able to go command the huddle right away, his first opportunity to do so, he did a really nice job. So there you go. Getsy, Eberflus, Baygent, they're ready to go. The Bears and the Raiders on the lakefront. Well have the pregame show coming up in 15 minutes. E- ESPN Chicago. Chicago.
1: It's it's the Game Day Tailgate Show with Black and Abdallah on the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago.
2: Alright Abdallah, here we go. We have the network pregame show coming up in 12 minutes right here on ESPN 1000 sylvie lance dion they're inside gato they're getting ready to go they're on the stage if you're tailgating you're heading into the stadium today stop by say hello to the crew they're right there inside gato you can't miss them As you walk up the steps as you're heading towards the seating bowl you're gonna see a stage i think it's the dr pepper stage Mm -hmm. they're right there Hanging out, that's where the pregame show is this morning. Check it out. If you can't get into the stadium, you're not going to the game, listen on the ESPN Chicago app. Sylvie, Lance, and Dion, they'll have the pregame show, 10 to noon, right here on ESPN 1000. At noon, kickoff, Chicago Bears, Las Vegas Raiders. You'll listen to the game right here on ESPN Chicago. Jeff Joniac, Tom Thayer on the call of the game. Jason McKee will be on the sidelines. He does great work covering the team on the sidelines and then also in the postgame locker room as well. And in the postgame, Peggy and Yurko will have you covered for two hours after the game, hopefully celebrating a Bears victory with a quarterback that goes out there and slings it. Abdallah, that's what he's looking for. Abdallah's looking for a win from Bajant. And then after two hours of Peggy and Yurko, you'll get two more hours of postgame coverage. Meller, Pat. And Jason, will all be there, Jason McKee. They'll be there for the post-game post show, four hours of coverage after Bears and Raiders right here on your home for Bears football, ESPN Chicago.
0: If you're on your way to the game, you know there's still time. Pull off the road, go to yourself a Jules, get yourself to a Mariano's, get yourself a baguette, take it into the stadium. We need as many baguettes in the stadium as possible as we all support new Bears quarterback, the backup starting today, Tyson Bajant. He is the baguette. He is our him. chef. Yeah,
2: the baguette guy. Yeah, the, baguette guy. Quarterback. Yeah, the baguette, baguette guy.
0: Give shake your baguette at Sylvie as you walk into the stadium inside <laughs> Don't Shake KO. your baguette. No, shake your baguette at Sylvie. Give it a good shake right in his face. <laughs> and then say go bears and carry on to your seats. Get yourself a beverage. Shake Get guy. yourself to your seats. Also, like, I am looking forward to hopefully a win because I I don't know how to handicap a game where there's two Backup quarterbacks, two okay defenses. I am I picked the Bears plus three when it was three. It's now down to two and a half. Uh, I I like the Bears plus three today. I picked the Bears plus three. I think the Bears have a chance to win this game. I think you've got two backup quarterbacks. I think the Bears' defense has been playing better. I think even with Jimmy Garoppolo, this um, Raiders team has only scored more than 20 points once. Right? Like, they're not a good offense. They're just as bad as the Bears' offense. So, Two bad offenses, two eh defenses. I'm gonna go with the home team. Like I know that breakfast football is kind of out there and not ex- not existing anymore. But there's a difference between a Pete Carroll coach team going to the uh, the Midwest, the uh, Eastern Time Zone, or the Central Time Zone, playing out west or coming from out west, and a Josh McDaniels team coming. Like I feel like playing football, playing football. Yeah, coming over here and playing football. Yeah. Got it. Uh, I feel like uh, maybe you might see some breakfast football. Maybe they're a little slow at the start of the game. I like the Bears slow. plus. I like the Bears plus
2: three. Have you watched this Bears team?
0: Yeah, I mean they are they. Well, they got baguettes, sometimes. Though.
2: Sometimes they play like they're not in their own time zone. Well, sometimes they play like they've got a belly full of baguettes. Uh, okay, so you you think you think that the uh, the Bears can get a win here, I do. get to two and five, and and creep back towards five hundred? That's what we're looking at today. Yeah I, I think the, I think the Bears win today, yeah. I would like to say that. I think it's We've close. been saying that each and every week and then they continue to disappoint. 24-17 Bears. Oh, you're okay. That that's your score. 24-17. 24-17 Bears. Uh, you know, I I think the I think the the Raiders I think will win the game. I think they're the better defense, you said they're two okay defenses. The Raiders defense is 17th in uh, opponent yards per play. The Bears are 29th. I think that's a big enough gap to give the the nod to the Vegas Raiders. I would also say I'm looking forward to Bajan. I hope he plays well. I want any Bears quarterback to play well. Uh, unfortunately, I just think it's going to be tough to believe that he's going to show up and just light the world on fire uh, like a Brock Purdy did with the 49ers. I think Raiders 23, Bears 21. Lose okay. a close game uh, at the end. A uh, let's Let's go with this. Here's the scenario. Bears offense looks okay. Defense is okay. A clock management blunder is how we get to the Raiders with the 23 to 21 victory. Okay. okay. It's, right. a, it's a it's a game where we can point to you and be like, there. there's a couple of games in a row here where the, the clock management, the coaching is to blame. I was
0: going to say, here's a question for you with five minutes left in our show before we get take you to our network pregame show and maybe they can discuss this. Well, who do you think is the better coach? Today? Yeah. McDaniels. He is? Yeah. The better coach? He's the more experienced coach, but is he the better co- like in game, two minutes left? Who's more likely to screw up?
2: Yeah. I think I think <laughs> I think you're being generous if you're gonna say that McDaniels is the worst coach here.
0: I I, I was gonna punt. Well, yeah, I of think course. it's even I, can't. I think it's even can't I think punt. it's I think it's even.
2: You handed me the ball with the, the clock running out. I can't punt. You gotta shoot. You gotta give an answer. You can't just not answer that question. No, I understand that, but I
0: can say it's a push. The option, when I bet a football game, I can bet the tie. I can bet the draw on a soccer game in Aston Villa and Ham coming up. I can bet the,
2: the draw. Yeah, well, I mean, you think, so you think a tie today? I, oh, God. Bears-Raiders tie? Could you imagine? A 10-10 tie? Could you imagine? 12-12? <laughs>
0: Heberluus he takes a knee. To, Field to, goals only to wind out the clock
2: because for your record, a tie is better. Just, just takes the loss. tie. Just takes eats it. T- he just eats it as a nice tie. Uh, also, thank you to Kevin Zipak and Sean Graney for producing today's show. Black and Adele. How about this tomorrow night? Bears night in Chicago. We will be joined by T.J. Edwards tomorrow night, six to eight p.m. We'll be at Almost Home in Wrigleyville. That's right. We'll be in Wrigley. Tomorrow night at Almost Home, hanging out, brought to you by Miller Lite. It's Bears night in Chicago. TJ Edwards will join us at 7 o'clock tomorrow night on the show. That place should be, uh, hopefully there's still people
0: there celebrating the Alabama win over Tennessee yesterday. Oh, congrats. That was Alabama, tight for what? you for a minute. Whew, I'm not going to lie, Chris. They had us in the first half. Not going to lie. It was not uh, not looking good.
2: Well, at least you won. Uh, yeah, how was that? Uh, uh, well, uh, I told you. Watch
0: out what's going to happen in the next couple weeks. The
2: easiest bet in the world yesterday was Utah plus seven. Yeah, I I don't understand why people thought USC was going to show up at home against a tough team that plays well defensively and runs the football. I just don't understand that. They're the softest team in America, USC Trojans. Congrats to Lincoln Riley, though, uh, now blaming the media for putting expectations on the team. (laughs) when He showed up to town. He said that championships is what they were going after. Yeah, okay. He also said last year's team overachieved. So the fact that they only lost one game last year wasn't really how good they were. Okay. Any comments from Caleb Williams after the loss? No, they didn't speak to the media. <clears throat> that's uh, that's everyone's favorite quarterback to be the next Bears guy. Uh, he didn't speak to the media last night after they lost. He had a bad game again, by the way. Two weeks now. Did his uh, fingernails say oops? I don't know. But did you see the kid that ran up to him last week after the Notre yeah. Dame game? Yeah. And the first thing he said to him was... Let me see your fingernails. <laughs> like, how great is that trash talk? That's awesome. Jeff in the loop. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jeff?
5: Black, Abdallah. I love you
2: guys. First pop, pop, top pop, top. pop, Thank you. What's up, Jeff? Uh-
4: so because of your radio station, and I, I mean this in a good way, uh, we are sitting in the Whole Foods parking lot while our buddies are running in to get baguettes for all of us right now. Are you going, going to the
0: game? We're <laughs> going to the game. All right, you need to tweet Johnny us pictures. you got to tweet us pictures so we can get this going. we got to yeah. start this movement. Baguettes at the game. I love this, Jeff. Thank you. You, sir, are a gentleman and a
2: scholar. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. I love you guys. Thank you, Jeff. Have fun. Send us a picture of the baguettes, okay? we Will do. I'll tweet it out. Shake it at Sylvie if you get in there. Gate O <laughs> shake shake your baguette's Gate-o. face. I don't
4: know what gate will be, but I'll I'll try to
2: find him. All right, there you go. There's Jeff in the South Loop. The, going to get some baguettes before the game. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. It's gonna work, I'm telling you.
5: But I'm gonna tell you something. This baguette guy, this backup quarterback. Uh,
0: you, you you laugh, you laugh, okay? Guy. But last year, when Matt Nagy Talked about the fight, and we played the fight song. Oh, yeah. The next week, it was featured in the stadium. It
2: happened again this year, too. It happened this year. We joked about it this year, and and then then it was featured in the stadium. Now we call on people to bring baguettes
0: and shake their baguettes in the stadium. And guess (laughs) what? People are bringing baguettes, and they're going to shake their baguettes in the stadium. And shake your baguettes. You may think that this is a dumb radio show with little skits. But I tell you this, we mix. are starting a movement, okay? We are starting a damn movement of the fight song and shaking your baguettes at
2: Soldier Field. Hey, the best thing about this bit is at least you get something to eat at the end. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> mean, at the yeah. very least, if you don't have an opportunity and what's to, better than bread? to shake your uh, baguette, at least you can slap some butter on it and, and eat it later. Everybody loves better, bread, guys.
0: unless you're like gluten intolerant and then... Get a gluten-free baguette. Bread's the best. Yeah, I'll
2: just sit there and just eat bread all day long. It's awesome. It's so great. All right, so the Bears and the Raiders on the lakefront. Week 7 in the National Football League. You'll hear the game here on ESPN 1000 at noon. And we have the network. Pre game show coming up. Sylvie, Lance, and Dion coming up here on ESPN 1000. So you've got the Bears winning. I've got the Raiders winning. Yeah. I'll talk to you tomorrow night, 6 to 8, Bears night in Chicago with TJ Edwards. It's Black and Abdal. The network pre game show is next.
1: ESPN Chicago.
5: Chicago.